Hello, and welcome to Own Your Intuition Conversations with Kelly Rich. So happy that you're here. You're on episode two, where I'm going to share with you my three steps to owning your intuition. That's right, three steps and three steps only. Everything that I share in this podcast is my opinion, my perspective. This is in no way to be in, you know, swapping out your, any medical advice or professional advice or, you know, anything like that. This is really my opinion, my perspective, and you take what you will from it. If there's something you don't agree with or if there's something that doesn't resonate with you, that's okay. I'm okay with that. And you can be okay with that too. However, I'm happy you're here. I'm happy you're available for my perspective and I can't wait to share with you. So let's dive in. First step. Mm, This is a biggie. Notice how you feel. How do you feel about that person, that place, that thing, that circumstance, that opportunity? How do you feel? How do you really feel? And what is your process for feeling? Are you somebody who sits internally in silence and quiet and needs to feel? Or are you somebody that needs to journal to get really clear? Or perhaps you need to just talk out loud to someone or in an empty room. Do you record what you say? Do you not record what you say? So really, to be able to notice how you feel, you have to know yourself. What works for you? This is where my intuitive mentorship program really comes in, sitting with people one-on-one and and diving in, into these types of inquiries, these questions. So for example, let's apply this. I had a client recently who was trying, she's trying to buy a house and what's coming in at this time is I was given information about her realtor and I don't, I don't believe the realtor's name or agency, none of that came in. However, information came in that the realtor didn't resonate with her and that created a discord, a disconnection to finding a home that actually resonated with her. So Any opportunity that you have, any circumstance, tune into how you feel. How do you feel? Nobody can give you that answer. Nobody can give you the answer of how you're feeling. You can. You can tune in, but you have to create space and you have to clear the way for you to notice how you feel. For me personally, yoga is phenomenal at that, at creating space for me to feel. If you've been to one of my yoga classes, you know that I often give you the inquiry of how do you feel? Notice how you feel. What's coming up? I find that our feelings are, have the power to empower us. Empower us to create change, to make decisions from those feelings. This is very different than like being extremely sad or stuck in depression or stuck in anxiety or stuck anywhere, then those feelings and those emotions may begin to cloud our perception and our judgments. That's different. That's not, 
That's not what we're talking about here. I do exercises with people one-on-one and in my intuitive um, programs where we look into people's eyes and pictures and I have the person that's looking into the person's eyes, the picture, tell me how they feel. You can do this yourself. Look into someone's eyes. Connect with them. Notice how you feel. The eyes are the window to the soul. There is so much information there if you're available for it. Look into the bank teller's eyes. How does that person make you feel? Have you ever been into an elevator with somebody and you got the heebie-jeebies? Or you're walking down the street and you felt someone's presence and it freaked you out and you knew you had to walk the other direction. Those are feelings that you have that are guided by this internal force, this intuitive nature, this gift that you're given to keep you safe, to keep you guided. Yeah. So notice how you feel. What you could stop, you could pause this, you could journal, you can just think about it. If you're multitasking, if you're doing something else while you're listening to this episode, just bring it into your awareness into your energetic field. What is something you're working on? What is something you need clarity with? Tune in. How does it feel? How do you feel when you think about it? What needs to be done? What do you need to say? What do you need to let go of? What do you need to grab? What do you need to take? Like tune in. Okay. That's step one. Notice how you feel. That's the foundation. Step two. Step two. This is where people get lost. Trust. Trust what you feel. Trust. Uh, There's so many people I just want to shake, like grab them by the shoulders and just shake them and tell them how beautiful and precious and gifted and wonderful they are. I can't make anybody believe that though. I can only tell people about their gifts so many times. And this has happened in sessions before where I've told people, You know, I can't be the only person that believes in you. I can't be the only person that sees the magnificent inside of you, the magnificence, the gifts. Eventually, you have to see them for yourself. You have to trust your power, trust your capabilities, trust your intuition, which means you trust how you feel. If you feel that going into business with that person or partnering with that person or going to that person's party or their house or buying that food doesn't feel in alignment or you feel smaller or constricted or tighter or lower or darker, those are messages. And when you trust those messages, you begin to flex that muscle. This gives me goosebumps because it's that powerful. When you trust how you feel, magic starts to happen. You flex the muscle. It's like when you trust the information that you get about lifting weights is going to build muscle and then you do it. You trust that that information is true. You're going to get the muscles, right? Like unless you, I mean, we're taking this very literally. Trust. I find that many women more so than men don't trust how they feel. They seek outside help and advice way more often than men do. And I have many beliefs and opinions about that. 
One, because in the fabric of our being, we hold memories from past lives. And in many past lives, many women were burned and executed for having a voice, for having an opinion, for trusting how they feel, for tuning to the nature around, to the rhythms around, to the circadian rhythms. So to do that brings up discomfort for many people, for many souls, because those memories come back of being punished. So to trust how we feel brings up discomfort. And if you're feeling discomfort around any of this, perhaps you seek help or you dive in or you get that book you've been wanting to buy for quite some time that talks about past lives or magic or herbs or healing and Reiki, like whatever you're drawn to, I believe that there are messages beyond what your mind can construe up now. And that feelings are messages and that when you trust those messages, you flex that muscle of intuition. And the more you flex it, the more you can lean on it, the more you can trust it, the more you start to connect with your guides. That's a whole other episode. Okay. After you trust, after you trust how you feel, the last step, the third and final step, is act. Act from that place. Act from your feelings. Act from that place of trusting your feelings. Okay, so you feel that that realtor isn't an energetic match for you. And you're trusting that the information is true. Okay, so when you trust, yeah, you can believe it. However, if you don't actually tell that realtor that when your contract is up that you're going to find a new one, you're self-sabotaging and you're not actually trusting. You're not actually honoring that innate wisdom within, that innate power within. You're giving it away. So notice how you feel. Trust how you feel and act from that place. Some people are going to be really triggered by your by you showing up in this way, especially if this is new for you. And the people that are going to be triggered by you showing up in this way are those that like you without boundaries. Those that like you when you seek out outward and external advice, external messages, external answers. They're really comfortable with you doing that. So pay attention when you start to flex this muscle, when you start to set up these boundaries around, how do I feel? Not what does everybody else want me to feel, but how do I feel? Can I trust it? Can I trust that I actually don't want to drink alcohol and the person that I usually do drink with is likely going to be feeling offended or they're going to think that I'm maybe better than them or not going to support me? let them, that's a message for you, right? When you start to create these boundaries, when you start to harness your own power, the people that benefit from you not doing that will show you very clearly who they are. And then you get to re reflex. <laughs> you get to flex the muscle again with that person and tune in. Wow. How is this person making me feel? Hmm. Let me tune in. Let me ask for guidance. Okay, I'm going to trust this feeling with this person and then I'm going to act. I'm going to tell them that perhaps we need to take a break or I need a little bit of space. I need some time or whatever else comes up for you. You share it. You share it unapologetically. You share it clearly. You speak from the heart. 
And I find that oftentimes with people when they get to this third step, when they trust and when they are acting from this place, it's not from your head. It's not, I think this, and I think you should. Anytime you're, you're saying, I think you're in the vibration of your ego, you're in the mind. Anytime you use the should word, you're judging clearly you're judging yourself or others. So none of that, you don't have time for that. Your language matters. That's another episode. And when you say, I feel you've entered the chamber of your heart. I feel I need to take a break from this relationship. I feel that at this time it would be best if our, when our contract ends, we go our separate ways. Thank you so much for understanding. I send you my most loving regards and well wishes. Very different than, I think you should get a new job because you didn't resonate with me and you didn't do what I needed you to. Like, that's a very different vibration. That's not living in your center or in alignment or speaking from the heart. Yeah, if you're angry, you can also hold compassion. If you're upset, you can also hold compassion and speak from the heart. The heart is not going to be demeaning. It's not going to be judgmental. That's not the vibration. So that's a tip for you as well is tune into what you're saying and how you're saying it or how you're acting from that, from that place of your feelings. Right? So maybe you carry this with you and you start to shift your language from I think to I feel. And when you say I feel, you're in your feelings, clearly, because you're just telling someone, you're telling someone how you feel. And that's your intuition. That is one pathway to strengthening your intuition. Start there. There are many pathways. However, this is the pathway I'm choosing to share with you today. And I hope it resonates. And if you feel like you got something from this episode or you learned something, please um, write a review. Go on whatever platform you're on, write a review. That would be so, so helpful for others to find the show and to learn from the episodes. You can share it with your friends, your family, anyone you think would benefit from this episode. You can tag me on Instagram or Facebook at Kelly Rich Intuitive. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'll see you next time on the next episode of Own Your Intuition, Conversations with Kelly Rich. My loving blessings to you all.